Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 196. Yeah, how are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. Uh, I just, uh, this week, I had some big news. Um, uh, my family is going to go on a vacation to Hawaii, and uh, you are you were invited, Mary, and this is going to be the first vacation my family's done in, like, at least a decade. So this is extremely exciting. It's going to be over the summer. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be my first time in Hawaii. Super excited. What are you most excited about uh, in Hawaii? Um, that is a very good question. I think just seeing a different climate and different sites than mm-hmm. probably the mainland. I know it's more of tropical vibe like all the pictures of hawaii i see i see bluer cleaner looking water (laughs) so uh just the sights uh not necessarily like juggling coconuts or whatever people do down there (laughs) oh everyone juggles coconuts there what are you talking about oh yeah yeah or or you know eating (laughs) eating you know torches (laughs) those oh you're talking about like performers at a luau yeah exactly that is is a more touristy thing to do yeah i'm not Um, most people are not doing that no, it's, yeah, also not, <laughs> it's also not the tourists who are doing that. Those are the entertainers. That's true. I mean, let's hope the tourists don't try that. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just just seeing the nature that Hawaii has to offer, that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice. Yep. How about you, Mary? Any any interesting, exciting news for you this week? Well, I'm also going to Hawaii, as, I, as you mentioned, but... Yep. Um, I uh, finished the first Harry Potter book on my Kindle, and I also finished the um, other book, Creativity, Inc., that's about Pixar that I was reading last week, and I'm on to uh, Harry Potter 2 now. Nice. Um, And I also went to a family friend's wedding shower this weekend, and I have to say, this week, the weather has been, for the most part, nice. Like, definitely some patches of rain, but pretty much can get outside every day, which is... Uh, probably the first time in a long time where we haven't had like you know full uh, we haven't had like a full day of rain at some point during the week yeah yeah Um, i agree like even if it was a little cloudy it's still like 60 degrees out which is it's just very warm for seattleites everyone that's listening outside of seattle (laughs) this is this is good weather well i mean not not exactly we're more like 70 degrees by now okay well it's it's warm enough (laughs) 60 in the mid 60s now it's it's trending towards 70 so Mm -hmm. uh very happy time i mean last year uh (laughs) on june 30th was when we had the hottest day of the seattle history in like 115 degrees i know it doesn't seem like we can possibly get there this year but who knows hopefully not not. (laughs) i mean i want to be a little warmer but not that warm that was that's pretty pretty tough yes um let's see also this weekend we went to the farmer's market uh, got some street tacos there, so that was fun. Um, went to the Volunteer Park Conservatory Botanical Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun. It's $4 each, and, you know, we probably spent like half an hour there, like in the actual uh, botanical garden, then we walked around the park, but that was really fun. Also played putt-putt golf, and for the first time ever, I think, Brian beat me in golf, putt-putt, or, you know, par three. Yes, yes. Well, you played golf in high school, so you have a bit of a background. I know, advantage. but I'm not that good. <laughs> but, you know, a slow and steady rids the race. Very. It just, it, I started off slow, but I, I think I've, I've leveled up. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, as we were driving around this weekend, I was realizing shoot, gas prices are going up. Uh, when I was driving over to the wedding shower on Saturday, uh, I was pretty shocked. I hadn't really been driving outside of my neighborhood in like a week and most of the prices were like 589 or like 579, whatever. Uh, so expensive. But there is this um, city in Rancho Cordova, California, where uh, last week people woke up and went to the gas station and there was a glitch at one of the gas stations uh, last Thursday um, that allowed people to buy gas for 69 cents per gallon for several hours. Oh my gosh. This is horrible. I mean, hopefully the gas station's still in business. Maybe all this media exposure is helping them out. I don't know. Yeah, everyone's but, everyone's racing to that gas station right now. <laughs> too late. So then they get there and they're like, oh, I guess I have to pay the normal price. I mean, California, the price is even more uh, than in the Seattle area, it sounds like. But, yeah, they average more than $5 per gallon. Well, it's here too at this yeah. point. Um, yep, but, yep, true. But uh, yeah, it was supposed to be $6.99, but somehow there was a glitch and people were getting gas for $0.69, cents, uh, which is wild. I mean, even two years ago, um, during like right when COVID started, gas prices, I think, feel like we're like, two dollars and fifty cents or something like that oh yeah because there's like no demand yeah there was not i mean i was probably filling up my car less than once a month um at that point um not that i'm driving a ton even now but uh never seen it 69 cents i don't think in my entire lifetime uh so that would have been quite the shock and it's also just a good reminder to look at the price of every gas station you drive by because maybe someone else is gonna have a glitch and you could cash in on some really cheap gas uh, if you are paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Just as you go by every gas station, look at the signs. Although it probably wasn't on the sign. It was in the system. But uh, still, yeah. but still that's, that's, that's a nice turn of events for you know, gasoline buyers. It's almost like winning the lottery for these people. You know, yeah. You're just here to fill up your car, and you're like, okay, I'll spend, like, depending on how empty your car is, like 50 you know. 30 to $70, something like that. And you end up spending like five or $10. Five, yeah. <laughs> that'd be the dream. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Did you know the American Heart Association recommends 150 active minutes each week to help with heart health? What if you could earn rewards just for being healthy? That's where Paceline comes in. Paceline is a free app that gives you rewards for exercising 150 minutes per week. Keep up a weekly streak and get even more rewards. Every week of your streak, the rewards vary. You can choose from gift cards from Amazon, Starbucks, Target, and more to discounts for products or services and even donations to charitable organizations. Join me on Paceline. To get started, download the free Paceline app 
connect it to your activity tracker, and use our referral code SSSPOD to start earning rewards just for being healthy. Um, so our next article is going to be on the aging of, of the United States Congress, American gerontocracy. That's, that's the key word that basically means government by old people. (laughs) And, uh, basically I was reading this article on, you know, the the likeliest matchup of the, the next election, the 2024 election is going to be president Biden who will be 81. And it looks like Trump still is the front runner of the Republican party. It's a few years away. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's about two years away, two years away. Although the election starts or like campaigning starts like probably like a year ahead at least. Uh, But yeah, so Biden's going to be 81 and Trump is going to be, or who is 78. So they will both be pretty much in their eighties, very old gentlemen. And you know why this matters, you know, there's a little blurb on, you know, like how diversity and technology are making the workplace and home life culture unrecognizable to many old leaders. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, get back to work. We don't want you working from home behind your desk. Although there are a lot of companies that are transitioning as well, which is good. But uh, usually it's younger, hipper companies and the more established, older uh, companies are very slow to change. Um but yeah, uh, this this is continuing a trend of just like the aging of our government. Um, Biden, like I said, is 79. House Speaker Pelosi is 82. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is very youthful at 71. <laughs> and then, then some, the Senate Republican Leader uh, Mitch McConnell is 80. And I learned this this fact. I did not know this at the time, but Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was running the U.S. pandemic response, kind of a, a celebrity nowadays uh yeah. in the last two years i mean years. i have a christmas ornament of anthony fauci there you go uh he is 81 so uh he's older than biden which honestly he does not look older than biden he looks you know like sharp and uh on top of things well but, thank goodness he is i mean yes yes he's running pandemic. he's running the response to every you know health emergency in america basically. we need him to be sharp and on top of it brian yes yes and you know this is not just uh, an american phenomenon it's a global phenomenon of the aging of our leaders uh pope francis is 85 prince charles which is britain's next king is going to be 73 um and it's not just at the top of the ticket the you know like the executive leaders the average age of the senate beginning uh beginning of Congress last year was 64.3 years old, the oldest in history. And there are seven, seven, seven senators in their eighties. Uh, so this is, it's never too late to run for office. That's, that's basically the moral of the story. Uh, you're never too old. You, you know, you probably will not get discounted because of your age. In fact, it probably will benefit you um, just because you've been around more. Um, What's interesting, though, is the median age for inauguration of all U.S. presidents is 55 years, mm. which, I mean, right now the youngest living president is Barack Obama, age 60. Um, but the youngest president at the start of his presidency is uh, Theodore Roosevelt. He was 42 when he started his presidency. And Joe Biden was, is, Joe Biden was the oldest president when he was, when he was inaugurated. 
at the start of his presidency, followed by Donald Trump. So the last two presidents we've had have been the oldest of all time when they started their presidency. Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice to have someone younger, and it's just hard to, you know, presidencies are very popularity contests, and once you've been around for a while, people know your name and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is very troubling facts of the aging of our set uh, of our congress and uh presidency i'd like to see maybe someone in their 50s <laughs> that'd be quite the drop off of uh you know coming from biden or trump you have to be what 34 to run for president yeah right? either 34 or 36 it's okay it's well you your... have between you know six to eight years and then you could become the the youngest president ever yes Although it, it really does age you, so I don't know if that'd be good for my health. Maybe maybe I'd do it at the end of my life and just be like, meh. But then you're just joining the, the old statistic. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I will be a trailblazer. I'll just be, yeah, I'll just be You're old. like, you know what? I think I could do good for the American people, but I like my hair, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, it would turn gray. It all fall out, and we, we don't need that right now. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. All right, so uh, the next article is kind of a funny, semi-serious story about some workers at the Mars factory in Pennsylvania fell into a vat of chocolate. Now, this might sound like everyone's dream. <laughs> no, no, what it sounds like is a reality of a fictional book, but like yes, Charlie yes, and the Chocolate Willy Factory. Wonka. Yeah, Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I remember there's a scene of someone being pushed into a chocolate river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or a book. Cause that no, was I think he part. fell in. He fell in? Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess Just like these people. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so these two workers were doing maintenance uh, in, in this uh, chocolate, partially filled chocolate tank. I believe they were just cleaning it. Uh, but, you know, it was partially filled, so they fell into, you know, a tank full of chocolate. Um, the trouble basically uh, started with... They were unable to get out of the chocolate tank. They were waist high in the chocolate and the emergency responders, uh, just so you guys know, the emergency responders were able to free the pair of people by cutting a hole in the bottom of the tank. But wouldn't now, that just cover everyone else in chocolate? Like I feel like, I feel like I wish I saw a video of like, like, was this just M&Ms or was this like, like liquid chocolate? I feel like, like it was probably liquid chocolate if they couldn't get out unless... You're like it's like being in like a ball pit. Yeah, and not ball being pit able to get out. And, <laughs> except it's M and M's. Yeah, I feel like I'd you could eat, probably eat get out. out. <laughs> you could swim your way out of a sea of M and M's, but you know, chocolate like liquid chocolate's more sticky, so it's like quicksand potentially. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they like actually feared for their lives. They were slowly, their head was slowly like descending under the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Before they were uh, let loose. But, you know, I'm assuming the chocolate fell out, too, because they said they cut a hole at the that's bottom That's the thing. They it. put it, the hole in the bottom. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's what they had to do. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, it wouldn't be the worst way to go, but uh, I'm glad that these workers are safe and sound and uh, probably... Okay, uh, but you don't even say what time the problem started and stopped. It started around 2 p.m., but then the first person was not extracted from the chocolate until 3.10 p.m. And the second person not 
for 15 more minutes after that. So the first person was in there for an hour and 10 minutes. The other person was there for an hour and 35 minutes. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. And a tank of chocolate. <laughs> this um, must have been huge because you would think if one person got out, it'd be, it'd be the other person would just get out too. But I guess it was this is a huge tank. Well, probably. yeah, it's Mars, They're Mars stuck chocolate. In different areas. They make so many different types of chocolate. Um, it's not clear if either person is injured, but they were taken to the hospital to be evaluated. Um, they did not disclose their names or their condition right yeah. now. Uh, they are in the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's investigating the incident. Um, and yeah, they are in the middle of the investigation about how this happened as they were doing their maintenance checks. Uh, how do you fall in? Um, but I just imagine coming home from work and you know, you talk to your roommate or whoever, and they're like, how was your day? And you're like, oh, I fell into a chocolate <laughs> tank. Um, or, or and you I just... couldn't get out for an hour. Oh, my God. Or you just, like, open the door to, like, your significant other or whatever. They're just completely covered in chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> just dripping with chocolate. Of course, they, they went to the hospital, and I'm, assu I'm assuming they got, like, hosed down or something. But still, that's, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it takes death by chocolate to a whole different level because, I mean... Glad they got out in time. I don't know if it was like quicksand, they were only up to their waist or what, but that seems like a very sticky situation. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, cause they, it sounds like they couldn't get out, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're very glad that they got out, and I uh, just thought I'd share this article with you guys because it's, it's a lighthearted, fun article. Yeah. And that's what we're about. Um, before we wrap up, be sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us. Um, and also, our 200th episode is coming up in July, only a few more episodes from now, um, and you can be part of it. All you have to do is go to our website, sassstorysarcasm.com, and then there's a uh, tab that goes to 200th episode, and there's um, a really easy form to fill out, and uh, you can record a message for us up to 90 seconds, and we will play it on that episode. So get those messages in. And, yeah, have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.